Welcome to Wings and Wrestling, where fortunately we are not on a boat. It is not a bash at the beach. Not on a boat. We're in a house. We coming are land to... locked. You might be on a boat. You might be in the air. My mind's on a boat. Ooh. Would you want hose on that boat? Always. Boats and hose. Because you got the Nina, the Pinta, the Santa Marina. I also got this D, but... Mm, we are joined... My name is Adam. I'm Dayhoff. And we are joined by... Vince. So, I want to give a quick uh, wrestling autobiography here of uh, what... I prefer, because I've been listening to the podcast, and I think there's a bit of a stark difference in some of our uh, wrestling oh, choices here. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> so, um, I'm more into um, extreme matches, and uh, I do enjoy gimmicks a lot more than than some of the the podcast hosts. So, um, if I had to... I don't know what you mean by that. If gimmicks? I had, if I had to rank maybe Are my you? my top three favorite wrestlers, would it be um, the Fiend? The Fiend, Kane. Is, the Fiend is close up there. Oh, but, oh um, hell yeah! Finally, if, if I was if I was putting gimmicks in there, the Fiend would be up there. But I think I think the extreme matches and the kind of uh, you know not seen before would be more up there. So I'd have to go with uh, Moxley, um, New Day as a group. And then, yeah, they do a lot of extreme matches. Yeah. Hey, they had uh, an extreme match versus Usos, one of my favorite matches. At extreme that, that hell in a cell. Yeah. There is an extreme match that happened this weekend that I have issues with. What do you not discuss issues it? with? <laughs> and then the last one would be Shane McMahon. So you can handle <clears throat> that also. Was that pre or post best in the world? A pre best in the world. Okay. Like okay. face Shane McMahon. Okay, I'll, and give, like, I'll give you that. Back in the I'll day, give, Shane I'll McMahon. Yeah. I mean, he's no, he's no, he won Finn Neal, 1999 WCW, the golden year of wrestling, but I'll allow it. He's the old blood. True that. So there was a lot of wrestling that happened this weekend. We're going to talk about it. This one is going to be handled by Dayhaw because he's got the notes. I got all the notes because I watched all the shit. I got some of the notes. All right. So first thing. As we referenced in the beginning, let's talk a little AEW because I feel like I finally have someone on my side about AEW on this podcast. I do enjoy AEW quite a bit. Hell so. yeah. And where was AEW this week, Vince? On a boat. On a boat! You might want to turn that down later, but whatever. Hell no. Hell no. All right, so what was your favorite match from this week's show? Um, I really did like Moxley versus Pack, Pock, whatever it is. But um, I feel like they could have done more there. And um, I also really liked the tag team championship match. Yeah, I thought that was a really good way to open it with the tag title match. Are you happy that we have new tag champs? Or? I was very, very surprised because, well, the obvious, they're going to break them up very soon. Yeah. And um, I didn't think they'd put the titles on them since there is obviously going to be a breakup coming very for, soon. For those that are unaware, who did they put the titles on? Uh, they put it on Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. Yeah, so we have new... I'm glad that he got a he got a win. He's been... Hangman's <clears throat> been down in the dumps. It was the first title change. He might be an Alfie. I don't know what it was. Yep. I didn't even notice. So Chris Jericho is the longest reigning champ. He is also the youngest. 
AEW World Champion. No, but I, I mean, champ Rio overall. Him, right? Huh? Rio has him tied. Oh, yeah. Has, yeah. When's the last time she defended that? Uh, beginning of the month. Oh, okay. She, the two episodes she did back-to-back. Her last title defense was against Chris Statlander. When they had all that Nightmare Family stuff. But, yeah, I really did enjoy, but I feel like there was a huge missed opportunity on the stairs whenever they, um, with Moxley and Pac, whenever they took it out of the ring. Yeah. And, um, you know, there was stairs going up to the, the second floor, I guess, of the boat. And, I mean, it wasn't outrageous stairs, but nobody jumped off of them. There was no moves done off of them. There was nobody thrown into a pool um, during that match. During that least. match, Yeah. yeah. Um, did did you like the fact though, that Moxley was still wearing the eye patch? I uh, a little because I feel like in other companies it might be like, well, a week later his eyes just fine. I I feel like the the eye patch that was on was a bit extreme. <laughs> like he could barely see anything. I feel like yeah. it could have been a smaller, much smaller eye patch. Yeah. I enjoyed that he wore it on the boat when he was not wrestling. Kayfabe. Oh yeah, got to keep it alive. Got to yeah. protect the biz. He mm-hmm. did wear a smaller one on the boat. Well, yeah, well, I mean, you know. The whole time. Um, also, have, so the Priscilla Kelly-Britt Baker match. Have you seen Priscilla Kelly wrestle before? I don't know how no. far your indie stuff no. is. What was your opinion of her? Um, There's nothing memorable that really pops out uh, from the actual match there. Yeah. I remember the um, there was an interview with Britt Baker afterwards, right? And it like cut to commercial in the yeah, middle of she was it. Like it was in, really insul- awkward. Insulting Tony Schiavone. I yeah. don't think she came across well. Yeah, I mean, in what she was trying to do. If it was a hill turn, I think it came across fine. But I also think they shouldn't have cut her off mid promo. Yeah. Also, I will say, for some reason, during that match was the first time I noticed the some dude in the crowd had a whoop that trick sign. I was like, thank you, Three Six Mafia, for letting that just still percolate in the culture today. Thank you so much. I have a few great quotes that I want to share with everybody. Okay. And uh, during that match, uh, or it wasn't during that match, it was, uh, these were both during the Moxley match, actually. JR said, a wounded animal is most dangerous when it's wounded. Thanks, JR. And then Jericho later said, anytime he hits the eye, it's going to hit the head. Damn it, Jericho. Damn it. That's about the extent of my notes for the yeah. AEW match. Does it make you excited for this week's episode from Cleveland? Um, not very. Um, I didn't. I mean, I know Cody has a match coming up that I think it's probably him. be pretty good. Yeah, I think it's him and Kip Sabian. Yeah, um, I'm assuming Joey Janela will do something in it. Yeah, or after. I'm also I don't think so. I, I thought he didn't want to be involved with that. <clears throat> Oh, well, they've been doing it the last couple of weeks, so. Oh, well. I'm also not a fan of Kip Sabian personally, so. But I, he, I do like Cody quite a bit. He's okay. I don't think they've done enough to make people care about him yet. Right, yeah. So. I think also it's Private Party and Darby Allen versus Jericho and uh, Pride and Powerful. Yeah, I I saw that, <clears throat> and I'm, I'm not a big fan of Pride and Powerful. Jericho's fine, but... Um, I think it'll be a pretty good match overall. I mean, they are good in the ring. I just feel they're kind of boring. And, uh, you know, just uh, the the gimmick is nothing more than just a very basic hill gimmick, I feel. Yeah, I liked them one a lot better when they were like LAX and Impact. Somehow they made it work better. What's your opinion on Darby Allen though? 
I do really like Darby Allen. I think that where he's so young also that he'll he'll grow into a, a really big star later on. Yeah. I say I noticed he starting to take off. I was in Louisville Comic Con last year uh, in like November and I saw like one or two people dressed as Darby Allen. Were they like, teams? Yes, actually. That's, I heard he's what the teams like. Yeah. 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 I um I listened to the Jericho <clears throat> podcast with him on there where he um, talked about his background and stuff, and it was really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I need uh, to check that out because he also talks about all the punk bands and stuff he likes and doesn't like. I thought, I uh, remember right? Uh, there's a few named, but not like. Is oh, okay. NoFX so, one of the ones he does not like? I don't remember any specific ones that he named. You shut your damn dirty mouth, Vickers. I just don't don't like them because you ain't got taste. Uh, look at have, look at you. You ain't got no taste. He did have some interesting stories about. Um, <clears throat> going to Mexico and almost getting arrested and illegally entering the country to go to a AAA show and some stuff like that, though. So Hell it's yeah. definitely worth the listen. Yeah. I was like, does, does he talk about what's-his-face from Evolve not paying him anything? I don't think that was on there. Okay. okay. That was more for Vickers. Hey, Gabe's going to pay. He's going to pay them, okay? He's going to pay them now. Everything's going to be all right. All right, well, let's roll from there into the show that AEW beat again in the ratings, I believe. They did that one time, though. NXT won. Is that the Christmas You know, Christmas I know everybody knows when it. When AEW wasn't even on? Is that what you're talking about? Mm. Let's roll right into NXT. I watched it. Yeah, I went back and watched it. I didn't watch it live. I chose AEW, but um, I feel yeah. like it doesn't. You know, give as much thrill whenever you go back and watch it though as as watching live. So, yeah, I know it doesn't for me only because I'm impatient, so I read spoilers, so I don't get that surprise as much. I I read spoilers, and then where I am also a fan of the extreme matches and the other stuff. I'm also like, oh, is something crazy going to happen that, that they're going to cut out later yeah. on, or you know, something like that, so. like a spear. Maybe. <laughs> All right. So, what did you like from this week's episode? Um, there was not a lot of like from this week's episode. There were a few dislikes, though. Um, I, I mean, I get that they're setting up the um, Imperium feud, but I didn't really like the whole interference into the um, tag team uh, tournament stuff. So, um, that was probably my biggest dislike of it but um, is that is that because you wanted undisputed air to win it or you just didn't you think it would have been better if grizzled vets had just won clean yeah i i think it would have been better if they would have won clean or um or undisputed would have won but i think you one. need to protect the undisputed and you have to set up the match right for the weekend yeah. so you have to do that i, th- I mean it makes sense i mean you might not want to see it but yeah, you just kind of have to do it. I did like, on them because the undisputed era did it to the Imperium um, at the takeover. Yeah, so that but I thought it was weird that undisputed didn't interfere in Imperium's uh, match. Yeah, um, I did like Keith Lee winning the title. That was there, right? Not, yeah, not yeah. World's Collide. Yeah. yeah, I do yeah. kind of hate hate it for Roderick. Um, Roderick. Yeah, I almost feel if. Um, and this is a prediction. I, I've had it before, but it never came to true. I'll predict it again, just in case. So I can be the Nostradamus of this shit. But I almost feel like they're going to, at one point, if 
they all retain their belts to take over. They're going to be like, well, the prophecy still fulfilled Roderick. And be like, what? And then they just beat the shit out of him and kick him out of Undisputed Era. I mean, because he was the last one to join, too. Yeah. He was but the last he does one have the best cardio in all of NXT. Oof. That motherfucker's got, like, gears five, six, and seven. They haven't mentioned that on commentary, though, in a while. Well, it was, like, everyone mad. Well, because he didn't match. bust out the gears for Keith Lee. That's why Keith Lee beat him. So, did, uh, two questions. One, so, in the, we've talked about this before, the, how familiar are you with the NXT UK people? Not very, not Did any, did any of them stand out to you in the tournament? Um, not really, that I can think of. Um, honestly, like, the ones that, um, I'd seen before were the, the, Fairly popular ones like Walter and um, uh, Tyler Bate. Is that his name? Yeah. I believe. Yeah. Um, you know, a few of those people like I'd seen before because I, I watched whatever the first, you know, thing was where they, they were first um, uh, going for the, the UK championship and stuff. So I watched like back in the day whenever they first started it, but um, not watched any since then, really. So. Okay. And then this question is for Vickers. How happy were you to see Shotzi Blackheart on NXT TV again? I mean, I think it's really good that they're giving her that push, but I think that I think it's good. Let me try and phrase it in a really good way that you don't have. I think we mentioned it before that you don't have the established talent that you know just needs a little bit of polishing. Yeah. I guess would be the the term. That you go ahead and put them on TV, just like Mercedes. Yeah. Like, she just needs a little... I don't even know if she needs any work. Does that make... Because she's been doing it so long. And I think they already understand Shotzi from where she was in Tough Enough. There's just the medical reasons why she didn't advance in that. And she's been able to... And she, I guess she's also been involved... So that helps. Because they also did that with um, Austin Theory. Yeah. Which I I thought for sure when she showed up, she was signed to AEW, and I don't know how they let her go, but I guess I think I read, like, it may have always been her dream to go to WWE. So no amount of money you're going to offer is going to beat that. And And I think that she's probably also in a very good position to be a coach like i think there's a long-term job with her at wwe that's concrete i don't feel like there's a long-term job at aew that's concrete does that make sense because it seems because yeah because she can transition later in life yes depending on when her wrestling career. and i feel like that may have been one reason they got her because she's 30 is she 36 I'm not sure. I know it's later in what a lot of people's wrestling careers are and that she's very established and she's been doing, she's been wrestling for maybe 26 years. And it's also, you have the LGBTA community also can get behind her. Well, whatever, you know, just... Thank you, math professor. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's 39, okay? Okay, so maybe she's probably 
Yeah, I mean, that's more reasonable. Yeah. You guys are the, just the worst. <laughs> she started in 2000. So she's been 20 years, 18, 20 years wrestling. Okay. So I feel like that can be transitioned into... I don't know who they have producing their women's matches. That's a woman. Uh, I thought Sarah Amato was. Or is she, she, or she just a, a teacher now? Do they? I don't know. That's why I say I don't. I don't know. I know the producers that are male, but I don't know the producers that are are female. And like I said, it also helps her with the hopefully get better. Her and Austin Theory, hopefully better representation of LGBT characters on the main roster because they they're trying to do it very well, but they also took a step back this weekend, I feel. Well I mean they they, they do good strides with it and then they're like hey here's this Lana um Liv Morgan that wasn't handled the greatest and then you have Santino Morella in the rumble. So what do you guys think about the name change to the NXT Women's Championship? It's fine. I'm cool with it. And I think, because it's just the NXT Championship, right? Yeah. yeah. But now they could just refer, but I mean, they're still going to refer to it, I assume, the women's, and then they're going to refer to it as the men's as well, I would think. Well, not in NXT. Like, the the main, Adam, Adam Cole's title is the NXT World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. And there's the NXT and, Championship. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fair enough. Do you think this will ever lead to any intergender matches? I think it will. And are you yeah. down for intergender matches? Yeah, I mean, I'm yeah. totally fine with that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I don't think it will lead to it. We Not for the title. Last year at uh, the Rumble with Nia Jax. Yeah, yeah. but I don't, I don't think it will be for the title. Well, what do you think about like just on NXT, though? Because yeah, I, I, I think, think we've got a ways to go for the main roster to see anything like that. But I think NXT. I think NXT possibly. Yeah. I'm not saying they need to go like the whole Impact route. No, but. But I will say if they go the in- Impact route, they need to maybe pick. A little better. Pick a little better. Yeah, just a little yep. bit. Maybe one that can take a press conference. Yeah. Maybe one who now doesn't decide she has to go dig up dirt on other people who. Through shade, yeah, on her, like grow up, gotta find that tea on everybody else. Yeah, all right. Well, why don't we move on to SmackDown? Get a little pre Royal Rumble, get ready for the big stuff. I don't know why I just said it like that. I don't either. We'll go for it because I got a spoiler for you. I don't know the last time I watched SmackDown. I absolutely loved Morrison versus Kofi. I just say. Amazing. Okay, I'm w- I'm with you on this. Also, I guess Vickers knew I would love it before I knew I lo- would love it. But I'm loving Morrison and Miz back together. Yeah, I don't understand why that it, like escaped you. I, I guess because I forgot they were a tag team at one point. I don't know why. I wasn't ever watching whenever Morrison was on WWE, so this is my first exposure to Morrison. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So, um, I am absolutely loving. Morrison so far from the matches that I've seen him in, but I also love New Day. They're 
my favorite wrestlers, and he's only yeah. had matches in the New Day, so that could factor into it. But yeah. um, I mean, even if it wasn't matches with New Day, I feel like, but um, I really do think New Day are good opponents for for them to have. You know, as the first matches for him back. So, are you looking forward to probably the inevitable New Day versus Morrison and Miz oh, yes. tag title? I, I think it's going to be great. Do you think they hold off that to WrestleMania, or are they going to throw that on? I guess Elimination Chamber might be the next pay per view. Fastlane, probably, right? Unless. See, I don't know. I thought they took Fastlane they out and put Elimination Chamber in. I think they're alternating, aren't they? I don't think. I don't, I don't know. Chase, I don't think Elimination Chamber something they are doing all the time. Well, I I am really excited for it, but I feel like it's more of a WrestleMania level match. Yeah. So I think that they'll kind of try to push it off but it also may be you know one of the reasons that people would actually tune in to the next pay-per-view so they may put it on there just yeah. to, to get people to watch it yeah. yeah i'd be cool with that uh what are your thoughts on lacey evans face turn it's weird yeah um it's it's difficult to imagine her as a face at all and i i feel like she's not really um getting over that much as a face i don't see so. like it, it does nothing for me and i kind of wish she'd stop being like the sassy southern thing with yeah. it and the almost crying stuff that was yeah i had a lady at work awkward. i had a lady at work tell me she really likes Lacey evans and i was like why and she's like well she's really patriotic i'm like everybody's patriotic i don't know what you're what may I don't, she's like i just she said she did like the her outfit or whatever like the why do you always have to hate the stuff people love? Just let them enjoy their one thing. I let her have it, but in my mind, I'm like, I don't get this at all. Also, she hates Daniel Bryan, so I can't really claim her opinion as valid anyways. Yeah, I mean, I, I do really like Daniel Bryan. Right? So, yeah. Speaking of, what do you think of the contract signing? That was, all right, so I, I have down here, the first time that I have maybe ever belly laughed like almost uncontrollably <laughs> was during the Firefly Funhouse whenever Bray calls IT tech support and was like, English or ancient Sumerian, please. So <laughs> yeah, it was really good. So yeah, they, they really put some thought into all of his promos. Absolutely love the fiend. And um I I love the fiend as well. I liked, so, so do the teens, I believe. Trash. I liked the title uh or I liked the contract signing for the title and um I like the the blood effect. I feel like they obviously should have not used the red light yeah. over the blood. Right, because you didn't notice until the end. Exactly, yeah. So um, I feel like that probably shouldn't have been done. But um, yeah. I've also yeah. really enjoyed like bringing back everything in the past that's happened between him and Brian. Yeah. And I wish WWE would do that more in their booking. Yeah, see, my dad and I were sitting there watching it, and he, he almost called it. He was like... I bet he signs it in Daniel Bryan's blood, and then <laughs> <laughs> twist he signs it in his own blood. Yeah. So almost as good. Yeah, but yeah, like I yeah, I'm with you. I've loved everything they've done with the Fiend and Bryan so far. Yeah, and that actually made me really, really look forward to the Royal Rumble even more than I was. How about you, Vickers? Does the Fiend do anything for you? Makes me want to turn the TV off. I did watch his match. Okay, okay. Well, then let's get into 
something I know is going to be near and dear to your heart. So you can jump on into this little NWA hard times. <laughs> Very much. It was good. The song hard times. This was uh, my yeah. first experience to NWA. I watched it because I knew I was going to be on the podcast. Ooh, so like it. What did you think? Checked it out. Um, I... I, I loved Sandow. I didn't even know he was going to be on it. Aaron Stevens? Yeah. Shoot a Stevens. Yeah, Aaron Stevens. the master of karate. I, I did love that gimmick. Um, it seemed to really fit him. I like um, that we still don't know who's the question mark. I've done told you who the question mark who? is. It's Josephus. But Josephus was on an episode. Yeah, but were, were him and question mark in the same room together at the same time? I don't know. I'm not there all the time. They weren't. I thought that the matches in the like tournament uh, for whatever title that was. The TV title. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of any of those, really. I thought that those were fairly yeah. boring. Well, especially a lot of the opening round matches. Yeah. I thought they were pretty good. Although, the Matt Cross one was really good. Okay, did you? I have a question. Did you catch when they said Matt Cross was a representative for Ring of Honor? Yeah, and I thought that was really weird. I was yeah. going to text you and ask you because I didn't know that he was signed to Ring of Honor. Well, I haven't been able to see anything that say, anything that says he is signed to Ring no, of Honor. No, but then he, he te- I did something I normally don't do. I looked at spoilers, and he has a few more matches in NWA. Yes, I saw that. So I don't know. Yeah, he said, I don't, I, I, mean, I don't know. Ring of Honor should fall over themselves to sign Matt Cross. He's amazing. Yeah, he's wrestled there before, correct? I believe so. Yeah, so I mean, he would be a good get for them. Yeah. I don't know why another major company hasn't signed him. I Cross. don't either. But, but yeah, none of, none of the first round matches stood out. Honestly, for the TV title, the Even only Dan Math? Well, it's Dan Math. I mean, his matches aren't... He likes the Punisher. You think? You know who else likes the Punisher, I apparently? like the Punisher. MVP. I know, that was a pretty thick ring here. Yeah. Um, but the only TV title match really stood out to me was the finals. Only because that went like a decent length. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I the, the the matches that I did like from there were the uh, the tag team title match. Yes. I really liked that one, um, where it was the three different teams going for the title. I, I think that helped preserve the rock and roll, too. Yeah. yeah, have it like that. And they 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 actually did quite well, like better than I expected them. No, to they're really good. At that age, yeah. There's no Canadian destroyers, but I mean, you know. Yeah. ASW on Christmas Day watching bust out old Christmas pile driver. Um, I also really liked the uh women's match. Yes, I thought that yeah. was really good. It, it was I was really kind of surprised good. that Thunder Rosa had all her face paint on. Yeah, Normally it's the half. Just half. Yeah, half, yeah. Yeah. Well, they didn't explain that, which I mean who Yeah, I I saw the, the like graphic that they you know showed up yeah. the before the match and saw the showing at half and I was like, Oh, it's kinda like dark. Yeah, Island. I don't think I don't think and I've then, ever uh, and then she showed up with the full face paint. I don't think like, I've oh, ever she just changes it, so yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever watched her wrestle with all of it on. I hadn't before either. I'm glad she's a champ. Yeah, I kind of feel like it. you need it. We needed a yeah, needed title some, change. Or a title change. Like, no offense to Allison Kay, but they haven't really done much with her. And plus, I'm tired of her going around going, yeah, baby girl, baby girl. I'm like, okay, got it. Let's move on. No, oh, baby girl. Come on, Like, come girl. on, Allison. No, baby girl. You like that, baby girl? No, I don't like that. All right, baby girl. What's the next match? You want to talk about baby girl? 
Hey, my baby. Um, I also yeah. liked uh, the interaction between uh, Scroll and Nick Aldis, and then that led to a title match I, for Flip. I thought it was fine, but I feel like Marty should have had some kind of a match on there or had some involvement in something. Outside of just the yeah, yeah, just I mean, but I guess they're just building it up for the Crockett Cup again. Yeah. Which is a long ways away. Yeah, it's not till April, but also I, I am kind of glad that NWA is not going to do like a pay-per-view a month. I feel like that might have been a little too much. I I agree with you, but at the same time, whenever we think back to like AEW, I feel like it's been a long time since their last pay-per-view. Yeah, because it kind of has been. Yeah, and their next one's not until what, middle of February? or I think almost the end of February. Almost the end of February? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we still got a decent while to go. How so. many have they had since they've been on um, TV? One? Since they've been on TV? Yeah, one. Okay. I think it was in November, because it had that. Because that's the one that had the Moxley Omega, like crazy hardcore match. Yeah, the full gear, right? Yeah, yeah, full, full gear. gear. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And that's the last, That's the only one they've had on I TV, I right? Believe since this yeah. is TV. Yeah, I think so. so they're due. Yeah. So, but also yeah. I will say overall, uh, I think NWA our times actually felt like a pay per view. Whereas to me, Into the Fire felt more like Next a couple of episodes of yeah, Power strung together. I didn't watch that. So. Yeah, was I mean, Into the one? Fire was their first. Yeah, movie. first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so I think they've they've found they found the group. Yeah, their group. Yeah. yeah, and I think that's helped. They they actually did have. I was surprised at the number of names that I actually recognized or. Like Scott yeah, Steiner, he was there. Of, yeah, Scott Steiner. Did you know um, Scott Steiner, bald head? I mean, did it look weird? I, I don't remember him like actually wrestling whenever I was watching at any point before. And with, I've always just seen the pictures of him with chainmail. So I honestly also you never know, knew what was under hair. the chainmail. Oh, he had hair. Like it's yeah. not like he's yeah. going bald. He yeah. just looked like his jacked up brother. I never realized how much he looked like his brother <laughs> until he cut his hair off. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Also, did you remember Trevor Murdoch before? I didn't, but my dad did talk about him. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we were, we looked up his age and we were surprised that he was. Oh, he's always looked like that. So young. Yeah. Yeah. To, uh, yeah, he's, yeah. he's kind of always like he's looked lived old. rough. Yeah. yeah. Not, not only that, but apparently he you know, was in WWE quite a while ago. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah he, he was. He's been really young then mm-hmm. as yeah. well, so. Like Luke Gallows. Always looked old. Yeah. So, alright. So let's get into what I'm going to say was my favorite show over the weekend. Worlds Collide. I thought it was the most well put together. Like, if I... I wish Survivor Series or even, like, Clash of the Titans, uh, Clash of the Champions would feel like Worlds Collide felt. And um, I'll say it's partially because I don't know many of the UK stars, but also at the same time, I didn't know hardly any of the stars in NWA and still felt that it was pretty good. Yeah. So, so I'm, yeah. I'm going to take it none of the UK guys really stood out to you then? No, not really. I can't think of any. That, 
expected. I mean, the the last match with Undisputed versus Imperium that really stood out. But besides Imperium, I mean, and they were all good. Um, it's just they all kind of um, fit that Walter group stereotype there. So, okay. yeah. What's the deal with the Russian guy and his contacts? Yeah, yeah, dragon. Yeah, with the red contacts. Yeah, I guess because he's a dragon. Somebody else had contacts, and I was just like, "Oh, Rhea Ripley, she had contacts." Oh, did she? Yeah. I did not pay attention. Yeah, to they were like white. I don't know. I was just like, I like when she wrestled Tony Storm. I think she had contacts. I'll be honest. I didn't really care too much. About you were just well, looking at somebody that looked cute for a thick girl. I wish I had that excuse for why. No, I just didn't notice. I noticed. Like, I was watching the match, and then it was over, and I was like, oh. I thought it was good. It was okay. I just thought it it was kind of weird. Like, it was in a weird spot in between um, DIY Mustache Mountains. True. And then... That was... That match. That's my match of the weekend. I did like that match. That was pretty, uh, pretty good. It really makes me wish they'd keep Mustache Mountain together. Because this is the first time they've teamed together in, like, months. What's well, the first time DIY's teamed together? See, in I, months. I really yeah. do like Chompa, but I'm not a big fan of Gargano. I don't see what everybody sees. I was happy it seemed like he didn't make those goofy faces that match. Or I just missed it if he did. That, like, oh, I'm not, like, I'm not oh, silly. Yeah. The, yeah, no, I don't remember seeing those. Yeah. Either. So I thought that was pretty good. He didn't get, like, knocked silly. I don't know. I can't really explain the appeal of Gargano. It's just, to me, it's one of those, I know who I like when I watch him, and I like Gargano. Right. I mean, even, like, sometimes does, like, the, the nerdy gear to the ring and stuff. And that, yeah. I don't know, like, you know, wrestlers that do that as, as well and stuff, but I just can't seem to get and, behind him. And I guess reason. also, I didn't follow him outside of NXT, but see, like, I enjoyed him and Ciampa when they just started NXT, and it's kind of been, like, a really cool journey to see them, like, become NXT. Does that make sense? To see, like, an actual overall story with their careers. Yeah, so far, and the, their careers involved in the story. Yeah, because yeah. they weren't signed, and they were in the Dusty Classic, and they've done the Cruiserweight, and they, like, they have the best story in WWE, hands down. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. Definitely. With telling, like it's better than like Charlotte Becky. It's, I I don't know how to. It's just so much better than anything else they have going on. Yeah, and especially since he came back from neck injury, and like it almost didn't happen. Right. I did wish I could have saw Keith Lee wrestle. I mean, that would have been cool. I mean, World's Collide was pretty packed anyways. So. Yeah, I guess. And I like Devlin. Okay, I have a question for you. Okay. What makes you an ace? I don't know. You win all the time? You're a surefire commodity? I mean, I just didn't know, like, what made you... Because he's the ace. of He's the Irish ace. I assume he beat Ace Austin and took his title. Or what about, um, shit, um, the guy that married the Bellas, Mommy? Oh, 
Johnny Ace? Yeah. John, yeah, he beat Johnny Ace. Maybe. I was legit surprised, though, when he won the Cruiserweight title. Why? Because that wasn't, that wasn't where I thought they were going with that. And I was like, Angel Garza just won it, and then... Yeah, but he, he, he's getting married. He proposed to his girl. He's taking them pants off. He lost it in the four-way. He can, you which, know... Which I'm surprised his girl said yes. I mean, he's taking his pants off. Hey, everybody. That's his gimmick. So... No, it was good. I I thought it was probably my favorite pay-per-view. Yeah, I did see Triple H saying he feels like this is another brand or... I think they're going to do it every year. I, say, I, think, I think it's another event to put on the calendar. Oh, yeah, for I sure. Call it a brand. Here's the thing. Also, how, do you feel that Triple H and Sean have gotten a pass? Because it did seem like in the past, when they were wrestling, they were very shitty to deal with. And they were shitty to other wrestlers. Yes. And especially, like, people that of that time you consider, like, an indie wrestler and just coming into it. But now, they, they've, like, reinvented themselves. Especially Sean, that he wants to do all that he can for other people. Well, and then in the past, you've heard him just, like, being total shit. You say Sean, I say more Triple H has turned it all around. Yeah, no. All he did was just bury people. It's all you ever heard. And then... Now it's just the total opposite. Yeah. And it seems like he's gotten this weird past that nobody remembers it. It's just like, he's head of NXT and he's doing all this stuff. Oh yeah, no, I've said it before. I give him a pass for all that now because of NXT. It's kind of like they've rebranded. I don't know, it's just weird. They never see anybody really bring that up. Yeah. Especially when Sean went to NXT to help out. Right. <laughs> no, I don't think Sean was a character thing. I might have, it may have been a drug thing. Allegedly. Well, it may be one of those things now they're like, well, they look back on their lives they like, oh, we regret this shit. How can we do to help the business? And then... Yeah, but I just wish people would like bring it up in an interview with them. Yeah, I would hope. Like, hey, you remember that time when you were a piece of shit? Hey. How'd you turn around? Hey, I mean, got a hard record facts. That's why I'm doing this podcast. I'm not interviewing Triple H. But if you're listening, Paul Levesque, I won't hold these punches back. I'll be like your son-in-law, who just probably mad because his dad doesn't really wish him a happy birthday every year. All right, well, let's get into... My favorite pay-per-view. The big... The big... The Rumble! No. So, I had somebody message me from work that likes wrestling, but it's kind of, like, not into it. Yeah. They're like, yo, the Rumble, and I was like, yeah. They were like, was it good? And I was like, if you like Brock Lesnar, you would love it. If you don't like Brock Lesnar, don't even bother watching it. You literally couldn't recommend it's a anything tale, else. It's a tale of two Rumbles. <laughs> you couldn't recommend anything else off the Royal Rumble pay-per-view. It's called the Royal Rumble for a reason. I told him to watch the Women's Rumble, but that was it. I did like the Women's I told him that was better. 
that you need to watch that one and not like the men. Like I said, if you like Brock, watch the men's. But if you don't like Brock, then who gives a fuck? Yeah, my, my dad, we, we always watch wrestling games. He absolutely hates Brock Lesnar. Like his number one wrestler he absolutely hates is Brock Lesnar and. It was just painful to sit there and uh, watch him watching Brock Lesnar <laughs> just throw it. person after person. Yeah, out. out. The ring. Like it was yeah. even worse when it was like Keith Lee and Braun. Like you thought that was going to be it, right? Yeah, and it should have been it. Yeah, you didn't even get Matt Riddle and Brock. Don't okay. All right, first of all, fu- okay. First of all, fuck you, Vince. Not you, Vince. McMahon, Vince. Sorry, Vince. Um, but I read over the weekend the plan was to always have Les or Matt Riddle get eliminated super quick by Corbin because supposedly he has backstage heat. And that gives heat on Corbin because he needs it more. Yeah, and but I'm just like, why? This man is going to make you millions of dollars for years to come, and this is probably the first time a lot of casual people have seen him. And this is what you do to him: you just bury him. To punish him for whatever perceived slight he's done backstage has pissed somebody off because God forbid anybody be themselves or anything or make some mistake. Ooh. But the thing is, like, it's very conflicting because he's getting it in NXT. Like, he's, yeah, he's being, yeah, he's killing it. He's getting pushed in NXT. But, like, the main roster is just like, no, nah, fuck it. I'm, I'm- Multiple people do not like him backstage. Like, he's just not a great person backstage. But as far as character-wise and everything, I I enjoy him. I like his matches, and I'd like to see him versus Brock or him versus Goldberg, like, the, the matches. And I think that, honestly, from his point of view, like, that's one of the smartest things that he could do to get his name out there because the people who don't know him are going to be like, who's this idiot talking to Goldberg? No, and it's, yeah. well, and it's like, Brian also, Brian. he's had that UFC background. Yeah. And that helps. How do you feel about his tattoo? Which one? He's only got one. The, the tattoo. The weird, like, the mushroom. mushroom thing on the side. You think that's oh. why he has heat? Because the mushroom tattoo? I mean, I don't really notice it. That's all I can look at. Uh, I mean, now that's probably all I can look at as well. But it's really weird, and I need to see like a high res photo of it to see what's going on with it. I, I feel like um, I feel like <coughs> with the Brock and Matt Riddle thing, they, if if it does happen and the rumors are all true, they might as well just stick them in like a cage and have them actually fight, like, like a yeah, brawl for all or something. Yeah, yeah. like a brawl for so all. Throw them in elimination chamber, but they're the only two people. Yes. Like the Rumble with Brock. Yeah. Also, this is a, like, also one, I think Brock is an idiot for saying, I'm never going to work with Matt Riddle. Because that's going to be something people are going to be clamoring for. Riddle's well, maybe you're not an match. idiot because then people keep talking and they want it and then it's going to happen. They'll be like, I thought you never said. And they're like, we'll never say never in the WWE. They just played you, you mark. Put a quarter in your butt because you uh, just played yourself. You think you walking around like you street, you some shit. You ain't street, you sidewalk. sidewalk. 
Table oh, my bibble. I thought that was really weird. If you look at the women's Rumble match versus the men's Rumble match and see the booking of the NXT talent in both of those. Oh, night and day. You could almost feel like, oh, I guess some of the people booking NXT were booking the women's Rumble and main roster people were booking the men's Rumble. How many? Like, I know there were quite a few in the women's, but how many were even in the men's? Three. There was a hand. It's Keith Lee, Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle. Oh, I can think of it. I think that's it, isn't it? I feel it? like there were some others, but I, like not a lot of others. I think that was two because I know like my complaint with it is that they announced who's going to be in the Rumble, so there's no surprises. And then they were like, they took out some. Yeah, they took out. Yeah, I know they took out some, but it was dumb because they took out our truth and they had this big story with him. When did he do that? I'm unannouncing myself. Oh, yeah, that's oh, right. Okay. And they didn't have Otis, which I know he helped in the women's. Yeah, why? I know that I mean, Rusev and Bobby, yeah, yeah were, that was, I thought that was fine. I'm surprised they didn't, like, um, have a video of it. Yeah, I did hear a rumor, like, right before it, that um, there was going to be an announcement that it was going to be 40 man instead of 30, but after watching it, I was very glad that it was not yeah. 40 instead of 30. Yeah, or 60. It, I was like, oh, that's awesome. It's going to be 40 instead of 30, but then after about the first 10, I was like... I think I'd be fine yeah. with an up to 40. Just because of the brands. I think they, I think they oh, that's 60. That's the biggest. The biggest. Make it 100. Also, I don't Could you have Santino Morella in both of them? Fuck, man. That was that was horseshit. Honest to God, horseshit. If you want to know why women's evolution is dead, it's shit like that. In the James Ellsworth in the first um, ladder was it ladder match or like ladder yeah match. the yeah. first one they have him yeah. yeah I don't know why they can't stop doing that shit. I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah first, first women's money, money in the, the bank. bank. Yeah. But yeah, that was complete. Notary. That ruined it, man. Beth Phoenix though. I don't know when that happened, but I, damn. I can't tell. The, uh, it wasn't the, it was like right, the, the thing they have outside the ring, mm-hmm. um, and she, she like smacked her head really bad against her. Oh, is that when point. Bianca had her up on there? Yeah, yeah, I think it okay, was Okay, because I saw that and I was thinking, oh, where she was grabbing, I thought, oh, maybe something snapped and yeah, wardrobe-wise. Yeah, because like, I think, I think it was Bianca, it was someone, and then like, you see them like stop immediately, like they knew that it happened immediately, and then like some... Some refs uh, come over yeah. immediately after yeah. that, yeah. So something definitely happened there, and then uh, and later you can definitely see what happened. So. Oh yeah, yeah. All right, you want to know my favorite part of the men's rumble though? It did involve Brock Lesnar. That did. Yeah, it did. My favorite part when Shinsuke Nakamura came out, and they both said that they were they held championships in Japan. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it so much. Just thinking of Brock being the IGWP champ. IWGP. Yeah, whatever. What do I say? IWGP. IGWP. I think I said IGWP. Yeah. He's the IGA champion. So, I mean, you know. I can get behind that. I mean, who doesn't do that when they see Keith Lee? Big boy. So did um, 
Did Becky versus Asuka live up to y'all's expectations? No. I didn't have many expectations, so I guess it did. It didn't mind. I wanted Asuka to win, and I thought the moment that she spit the mist out looked really awkward. Yeah, because she like, just tilted her hand. Yeah, she did, it didn't look like Becky hit her for her to do that, and it just kind of like happened. Yeah, but I, I mean, you kind of knew going into this, Asuka wasn't winning, though. No, I didn't know that. I honestly didn't know that either. I thought Asuka would win. Yeah, I thought Asuka would win. Because I think that would still be really cool storytelling that that's the only thing Becky has never done, is beat Asuka. And just have it continue to be that, that she can never beat Asuka. Yeah. No, Becky had two belts. Well, okay. Two. Like the tag, yeah. yeah like no, tag yeah, it would be, yeah, the first one to hold the tag, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah, tag in. But no, yeah, why, I thought Asuka could win it. I mean, she doesn't have to hold it for very long, but it'd just be that one thing Becky doesn't get. Does that make sense? Like, somebody beat Asuka, and then... Yeah, Asuka would be the one person she could ever beat. Yeah. I mean, that would have been a cool, a cool story, but then you got to remember it's the main roster, and they don't do cool stories like that. I know, Paul Heyman. What the fuck? They do marriage stories. Those are cool. They get the views on YouTube. Did, uh... How did the old Daniel Bryan uh, theme match do, do you? Actually, there was no hammer. Right. The red light wasn't on. There was a strap. There was a strap. I was fine with the strap. Do you think the strap was <laughs> vegan leather? Probably. Um, I thought the strap may have been too long. Yeah. I don't remember strap like, matches yeah. being like a 20-foot long strap. Yeah. And... I didn't like that you couldn't tighten it on their arm, their wrist, so they had to like hold it the whole time, which I know you probably would have to I anyways. Like that, I know it's always been like that, but I mean, it's the 21st century. It's 2020. You can have a strap that like you don't have to hold. And I don't know why it needed to be so long, but I will say it was better than the old Dusty Rhodes cowbell match. Yeah. Brian's back after that match looked No, awful. he... The, Huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I think Brian carried that match. He did. That oh. was... Somebody said that he's the new GOAT because he was able to have a four-star match with The Fiend. Well, yeah. Both of his matches with The Fiend have been great. Um, but I like the fact they pulled back on a lot of, like, the horror-type stuff with this. So it's like The Fiend wasn't... Like, he didn't have to take, like, three curve stomps and then just jump up. Yeah, or, that he, he looked like he was beatable. Yeah. That, like, he wasn't no-selling everything. Right. Yeah, I know. That's... Yeah, were, I know, but in, like, it's just... Spots. Right, it's yeah. just... I don't, I don't like that. Because you even yeah. have that, like, with, like, Brock, because he eliminated so many people out of the Rumble. Like, what's going to beat him? Rock, you know nothing is going to be, but um, diverticulitis. You got to hit for that stomach. With the fiend, though, I mean they could just wrestle Bray Wyatt and be Bray Wyatt. You mean like the demon, fiend. like Finn Balor and the demon? Yeah, yeah. Although they, they had they that. had Miz do that and Miz still lost. Yeah, but that's that's Miz. So. But I mean, I guess it's just I don't like it. Here's my question though: Do you want the fiend to lose at WrestleMania? Hell yeah. No. Hell yeah, Pam. Give me that L. I, I really Who's he going to wrestle? Okay, okay. Definitely not. I, I've got a problem with Roman Reigns. Him and Baron Corbin had a 
Falls Count Anywhere match. Yes. So, you think that you just be beat to shit after that. You should be beat to shit. But you both come in fresh into the Rumble, and Baron Corbin eliminates Matt Riddle, and then Roman lasts a fuck ton long in it? I don't think so. Yeah, I just don't like that. It's just... Ugh, they were in that... They don't both need to be in it. Somebody should have just got, like... They got their shit packed. Like, the Usos... I love the camera spot that was just there. Like, you knew the Usos yeah. were going to jump off that. So you got the perfect shot. Uh, and... Then you're okay to be in the Rumble. I think the match was no, it was a good yeah. match, but I don't think both of them should have been in the Rumble. It would have been really cool... If one of them wasn't medically cleared to yeah, be in the Rumble. You're in a Falls Count Anywhere. And I thought it was cool we went on the dugout. Because I was like, oh, I guess there would be dugouts there. Yeah. Uh, did you guys catch when uh, Roman threw Corbin in the porta potty and Michael Cole's like, he threw him in that structure. Like, Michael Cole doesn't know what the fuck a porta potty is. Maybe Vince doesn't. I did not catch that. I yeah. didn't either. Like, it's in my notes because I was like, that stuck out to me. Like, I didn't Michael, pay... Michael Cole's butt is too precious for. I didn't. I don't know how much I paid attention during that match, so I may have uh, missed it. Also, supposedly, like, I guess across from the entrance, that corner or whatever, like they never showed because apparently there was like no, no seats or anything. Mm. There. Well, I mean, do you think that's because it's a baseball field? Probably. I thought it was kind of weird having it in a baseball field, but. Yeah, like I said, when I saw the dugouts, I was like, oh, that has to be awkward with some of the seating. Because you have such a large space in between that and, like, the ring. Uh, I like the MVPs bet more. I liked it. It didn't really hit me, though, the way I thought. It hit me the next night on Raw, but it didn't hit me in the Rumble for some reason. I I forgot he was rumored that he was going to come back. Yeah. I forgot. I, I mean... Like push the picture or something, so it was it was pretty obvious. But it was I, I was still really happy. Um, I also I mean I I know that AJ was hurt during it, but I do like the Edge eliminated AJ. So if AJ does have to take some time off, maybe uh, you know the rumors are that he won't be back till after WrestleMania. So maybe whenever he comes Ooh, back, he can go after Edge. No, this is his last contract. You think he would extend it if he got injured? Yeah, they would always take that time on there. Yeah, you don't know that. He was just they though. might they not. Would. They might not. It depends on how much they like him or not. Oh, yeah. Oh, I want another mania for AJ Styles. Yeah, I don't think it was just a single year. It, yeah. it was like a five-year deal. Or something. Oh, baby. But now, like, three, I, yeah. But immediately when Edge uh, eliminated him, I think I texted Vickers and was like, well, I guess we know who AJ's facing. And you're wrong because it's going to be Randall Orton. I was wrong. Randall. He cut, but no, when Edge came out on Monday on Raw, I legit got goosebumps. Like, I looked at my arm with goosebumps up and down. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the promo live, but I went back and watched it the next day, and it was it was great. It was yeah. a great promo. It was, it was. Are you an Edge head now? Else. Again? <sighs> Again, yeah. Because I, I loved Edge when he was on, and I do remember, I didn't get as emotional during his farewell as I did Brian's, but I do remember getting semi-emotional. Now, there might have been a couple tears during Brian's. There weren't for Edge, but there was like a, a shock, like, oh, fuck. Because I remember at the time I was watching it, 
my mom had come downstairs to do something in the kitchen and she was going to make fun of me for watching wrestling. But then she heard what was going on and she's like, I didn't say And so her boy cried. I didn't cry during Edges. I probably, I, I cried during Brian's. There were a couple of tears. I am not ashamed to admit that. I shed a couple of tears. I don't think I've ever Brian cried during wrestling. Maybe more tanneries. I almost shed a tear. I don't, there's, I don't know. There's something about Brian that I connect with, and I'm just like, it's my dude. All right. I want to talk about something that, at Royal Rumble that really bothered me. And okay. then the next day, it bothered me even more in the car on my way to work. All okay. right. What was so, it? Kofi had no spot during the Rumble. He just got thrown out by Brock. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Number two, the next day, they released the New Day podcast. They're talking about all of Kofi's spots at the Royal Rumble, <laughs> and at the end, like because they filmed or they recorded it before, yeah. and at the end they're like, "What are you going to do for this one, Kofi?" And he's like, "Oh, you'll just have to see." <laughs> nothing, nothing. I mean, it, it was like, could they have not just stuck him in there later, like after Brock? No, I mean that's kind of like the problem. You know, Brock eliminated like the first thirteen people. Do you, do you think Naomi came up to him backstage? grabbed him by the ear and was like, listen here, motherfucker, I'm getting the spot this year, not you. Well, she did have the spot. So he did talk about on the, um, on the podcast, how he was actually inspired by Morrison to do it because Morrison had left and that's whenever he started doing it, but he watched Morrison do it the first time. Yeah. Morrison did some crazy shit. Yeah. So he did mention that. So yeah. Did you, did you at least enjoy Naomi's spot? Because I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, it was okay. I thought it was fine. Um, I honestly, like, it was it was so unmemorable to me that that night before I went to bed, what ran through my head was, did Naomi ever get off of that announce table? Like, <laughs> I was like, honestly, I was kind of hoping that it would break on the little thing would break on her. Yeah, so she'd be eliminated. Yeah, I, I honestly, I was like, I have to look up. Like, I don't remember her getting off of that announce table. Like, I don't remember exactly, exactly yeah. how it ended there. Because I remember her getting to the announce table and all that stuff. But yeah, I don't yeah. remember the end of what exactly happened. I don't even remember. She took the the top the, of it, yeah, the little cover, cover it, yeah, and put it on the ring, yeah. Use a little bridge. Okay, yeah. I was really hoping it was going to break on her. Yeah. I guess I guess I might have taken a bathroom break at that point or something because I do not remember that at all. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I also was not happy with either of the winners. I was not happy. Yeah, with Charlotte. Charlotte yeah, I'm fine with Drew. I'm fine with I'm fine with Drew. It's about time they did something with him. I mean, I don't like him at all. As, oh, well, this podcast is over. Or, uh, yeah, I mean, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah, this is. I just like cannot continue as, anymore. Yeah. As a hill or a face, so. Mm. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. But Charlotte is just like, why? Like she why? Why? Yeah, she doesn't need it. It does nothing. She can. She's going to be on WrestleMania, no matter if she won the Rumble or not. Who? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, uh, you could have made Baszler. Yeah, you could have. Like, Charlotte's going to be... I think they're all going to be on WrestleMania, but I would have rather Baszler point to the sign. I do like the rumor, though, that Charlotte is going after Rhea Ripley. Like yes. that rumor. Because, like, that's more interesting. And they can still do the Baszler-Lynch uh, thing, but, like... Yeah, but... Yeah. Well, I, I don't know if it was during the Rumble or 
when it was, but they at some point they showed a video package. I think it might have been the Becky. I don't know. I think it was the Becky stuff. But they showed Rhea pinning Charlotte. I want to swear it was after Charlotte won the Rumble. I was like, oh, maybe they'll do that. And then I never thought about it again after I had that thought. Right, yeah. Yeah, because I was like, nah. But I hope they do, because at least it'll be something different. Also, I had this weird thought on the way over here. In thinking about Raw and SmackDown. And... I remember, like, back in the day, even up to, like, even last year, like, SmackDown was the place where they made people, and then Raw would just take them later. And it seems like this last six months or more, that's flipped to where Raw's actually making more stars now, and SmackDown's just kind of like, garbage. We have, we have these people. I don't know. I watch SmackDown more than I watch Raw. Like, I'm a much bigger fan of SmackDown right now, because New Day's on there. I mean, the Miz Morrison... Yeah. Thing even before that though, I'd I prefer. SmackDown. I always preferred SmackDown before, but then once they moved to Fox, I think it's the whole Friday thing because I I can't watch it. I'm not gonna watch it live, and I can't. And then it's just like once I can like watch it, I don't even feel like it. it well, it just feels to me like SmackDown's are it's and there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not knocking SmackDown for it. It's like SmackDown just relies on its, the people it has. They're not making anyone new. No, yeah, I get you. Like, right, Ali's yeah. not being done anything. Gable's not being done any favors. But then you look at Raw, and Raw's like, well, we're building up Aleister Black again. We're building up Buddy Murphy. True. Probably has something to do with Paul Heyman. It does. Yeah. yeah. We're building up like, Drew McIntyre, even though Vince doesn't like it. So, I don't know. I thought that was a weird thought I had coming over here. How no, things gotcha. can reverse in a blink of an eye like that. Yeah. Um. So you want to transition into Raw now? Yes. Yep. So, um, like you already said, the Edge and Randy, that was, that was God, a great I got, I got goosebumps. I got legit goosebumps watching that. Yeah. Um, I, I really, all right, I've heard you guys talk about this before. I've got to say, it's a little bit of nostalgia for me because whenever I first, so I watched like back as a kid, but whenever I first started back watching, um, Seth was with uh, J and J Security, yeah, and he was yeah doing that uh, that heel gimmick with J and J Security. Yeah, and since he got back with AOP, or since he got with AOP, I feel like it's almost him back with the J and J Security. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah it's a little it's, bit like that, but like tuned up. A yeah, little it's, differently. yeah, it's even a little bit better in my yeah. opinion now because you know it's not just useless lackeys that are, you know, trying to interfere. It's actually yeah, it's people like, who it's can like, wrestle. It's like, holy shit, yeah. I'm not going to fuck with those dudes. Right, yeah. So, I absolutely love the the Seth gimmick right now, and I, I think that he really needed a change after after his current... That brings me to the all-important question that this podcast is always debating. Yes or no, Buddy Murphy shorts? I, I, I didn't really watch much of Buddy Murphy before, mm-hmm. so I don't really remember his shorts. They're like the little flame. Terrible. Flames at the end. Unmemorable. I think they're fine. They're unmemorable, so. I mean, they are unmemorable because I don't remember them. I guess, but. but. I'm not, you know, there's nothing real bad about them. But, yeah, I did think adding Buddy was a little strange at first, but I I like it now. Yeah. Um, yeah, after, after it took a little while to grow on me, but I do like it. I also felt it was strange giving them the tag team titles instead of AOP. Instead of an established but, team. Yeah, but, but that to, was fine. To as me, well. I feel like 
Rollins was at a point where he needed a belt to make him more justification as a heel, as a, the Messiah thing. Well, take it off of Andrade. No. Yeah, he's got a wellness thing. No. Leave it on Andrade. They're building up to be a cornerstone. He can. He's got a wellness thing. He's got a wellness violation. off of him. Heyman told told for him, like, we don't want to take the belt off of him. That's dumb. Andrade's bad. I really do like Andrade, but, like, why does he need a belt right now? That's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, Dale. Why does he need a belt? Why does he need a belt? But, to be, I feel like at this point to be taken more credibly serious. as, yeah, more serious as, like, the top heel, he needs a belt. Yeah. But you have the U.S. title tied up with Andrade, and then you have the heavyweight title tied up with Brock and his thing. Yeah, so they, they should take that off. So, so. Well, yeah, but, but the only thing that's left for him then is the tag belts. So it just kind of happens by default. Yeah, I'm glad that Seth is with AOP and then though because they could easily take it off of Brock if you know if he just got right. a chance. Um, or they could easily take it off of McIntyre if he beats true, Brock at Mania. Yeah. So, but I mean, he'd have to beat Brock. I mean, I feel like that's gonna happen. I think it needs to be taken off of Brock. I mean, I, I feel like you've just done everything you can with him. I'd love to see it happen, but I don't. Speaking of people that don't need belts, Brock is one of them. I don't feel these belts. Oh, you think he can just be a monster without a belt? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So, but uh, speaking of the U.S. title, what do you think of the U.S. title match? Um, I actually didn't watch it. That's that's one. I didn't watch Raw. Yeah. I didn't know it was part of the homework. I didn't know it was part of the homework. Yeah. Yes, Professor um, I thought it was good. Um, it was a rematch from Rumble, right? Because it was on the pre-show. Rumble. Yes. I, I didn't watch yeah. the pre-show from Rumble. I, so I, I didn't watch the pre-show. Either. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch either of the United States. Well, I didn't watch the pre-show because apparently it was like two hours, and I'm like, I got other shit I gotta watch before I can. Right. Yeah. I, that's whenever I watched yeah. some other stuff. Well, damn. Yeah. So, but I thought it was good. I thought it was weird though. Like it had a DQ finish, and then the next match was Charlotte and Oscar, and then that had a DQ finish. I thought that was really weird putting them back to back like that. All right, so I have a, a conspiracy theory. And it's not really a conspiracy theory, but it's it's the only thing that I would like to happen with this next part. Okay. Rowan's cage. Who gives a shit? The only thing that I you feel like to. could oh, really, no. really save it is if he, buying him anymore. he started bringing out a bigger cage each week. For oh, different sizes. And each eventually... Week? What about just different sizes of cages? It became a... Like humanoid creature character. That's what I would really love to see happen. Even though I doubt it's going to happen, but yeah, it growing into. Do you, into do you wish he would have grown person. into Luke Harper if they hadn't released him? I don't know about Luke Harper specifically, but I mean, give it you know somebody who has nothing going for them or something like that. Wesley so. Blake. But yeah, like Riddick Moss. Rebrand hey, someone. He, he is now uh, that's surprise. I know. Line. Cool. Bring someone up from NXT, whatever. Yeah. You know, just someone who doesn't have a gimmick or someone whose gimmick's not getting over with people and just rebrand them as some kind of a monster in Rowan's cage. And then, yeah. it, I mean, it's even bit Rowan, so it could even turn on Rowan very quickly. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of things that they could do with this. And, you know, it would be like a 
I mean, it'd still be beatable, right? But it would be this monster this type kinda, character. This kind of makes me wish that they had kept Gold Dust, and it could have turned out to be Black Rain from TNA from back in the Relic. Day. Relic, yeah. Killer spell backwards. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's their plans for Killer Cross if they sign him. Mm, He's got some decisions to make. He does. All right. You all have anything else you want to talk about? I just want to say, after watching AW Dark, I really, really, really hope that Matt Hardy is behind the Dark Order, or else I absolutely hate the Dark Order. (laughs) It's going to pay off in five more months, okay? You got five more months, and you're going to really like it. Is that one of them? I don't know. I know that it was. I think they messed up because I think they wanted somebody else to be the leader of it, and it didn't work out. Well, they wanted Marty Scroll. Yeah. And I don't think that would have been a good fit. No, but want, it might be. I, like, I think they were pulling for Matt, but you don't know. I don't. Th- I think their problem is they don't have a concrete idea of of who it can be. They just have people they want it to be. I know who it can be. Cross. No, nah, garbage. Because I can't think of any. I don't want him in the Dark Order. Harper. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want Killer Cross in the Dark Order. Ugh, trash. What about Dirty Chris Dick? What about Chris Dickinson, the Dirty Daddy? Maybe. Get them dick strings out. Hmm. You could have um. Um. Why don't you just have Team Pazuza? Be the Dark Order. Get, um... Shoot, now I can't think of his name. Pinky Sanchez. Let's make it Mmm, God. Woo! I would care. I would care then. All right. Anything else from you two? Um, just a quick, uh... Note on upcoming shows that we plan on attending. Yeah, I forgot there was one Saturday. We have a show Saturday, at least. Um, Born to Battle with Matt Seidel, formerly Evan Bourne, and the Boogeyman. Got the Boogie Woogie Man. I'll get to see him later. I voted against him. Well, I missed that vote. I will totally be going to that show. Pass. Enzo. Pass. I also want Enzo and Cass to mainly go to AEW, but if, hard they, pass. if they would re-sign to WWE or even go to New Japan, I'd still be happy. It's double hard pass. Yeah, hard yeah, pass. Something like hard that. pass. Just nope. nope. I'm good. I, I would I'm take good. big cast somewhere. I'm not, nope. I'm not pass. still on Enzo. I'm, I'm no, done with both of them. Together. No. I mean, yeah, back in the handy, they were great together. No. But Enzo is just not... No. Once you come out with a rap song called uh, what was it? Consensual. Penis? No, there was lyrics in it, and he it his feud against Tomatonga is laughable, but right. I don't want to see him in a ring. Ugh. All right. But no, that's all I got. You're gonna see your boys out at ASW this weekend. Come out and join us. Eight o'clock, seven o'clock. Oh, Rock. Thirteen bucks. Be there. Be square. Madison Civic Center. Always a good time. You can be there and be squared. Mm. A lot of people are there and they're round. Um, <laughs> this has been Wings and Wrestling. I guess I'm going to probably get sweet barbecue wings. I might do medium. I prefer bold. 
Oh, no, not gold dust. I like gold. All right, this is Wings and Wrestling. Like and subscribe. We have Twitter. We got Instagram. We got Patreon. We got it all. What you don't like? Hit us up, yo. T T Y L. Oh shoot.